0: Is it po- bam, we're live. Is it possible to turn your camera sideways? Is that is like that? that? Okay? Yeah. Is that okay?
1: Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> awesome.
2: Nice to meet you.
1: Pleasure meeting. Nice to meet
2: you too.
1: The rest day. It's perfect day, huh?
2: Oh
0: good. Am I pronouncing um, your names right? Rosa and um, Artur? Yes.
1: Правильно да? Да. It's correct.
0: So Artur, not Arthur.
1: <clears throat> well, it's like in, in a way like my name is Rosa. Here you're saying with R as the way the Americans would say R, right? So it's R-O-Z-A, but it's R Rosa. But it's like mm-hmm. a Spanish, like Artur. It's the same way. Artur, so, is that is Arthur? Like, now you're saying it in English. It's not wrong. It's just with an accent. But I think it's great.
0: Okay.
2: <laughs> Arthur, though, but tak, not... Tak, 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 oh, okay.
1: Uh, but,
0: but the H is silent. It's not Arthur. It's Ar- Arthur.
1: Arthur.
2: Yes. Arthur. Arthur. <laughs>
1: And also it's spelled to that The way we spell it, it's A-R-T-U-R. Passport yeah. Yeah, in English you add on that H and that's what makes it into the S in there. So that's totally fine. I think it's misspelling or etc. That's, that's he's fine with it.
0: <laughs> I have a nephew named Artur.
1: Arthur. Oh,
0: or maybe it's a, or maybe it's a cousin.
1: Oh, is he as strong as Arthur?
0: No. Well, maybe, I don't
1: know. Он <laughs> uh, Arthur, uh, wh-
0: where are you?
1: Где ты сейчас?
2: В Park City, штат Юта.
1: in Park City in Utah.
0: And um Arthur, you can elaborate on anything you want
1: вопросы okay,
0: And and he shouldn't be limited by my questions.
1: Если ты ты не должен на вопрос отвечать, хочешь Okay. Um,
0: where is home for uh, Arthur? Where does he Where does he call home? Where does he put his bed and uh, his head down at night normally?
1: Где говорит дом для Твоя кровать, твоя подушка. Ну сейчас, наверное, такой странный вопрос, потому что дом сейчас Ну стоит, да. да?
2: Ну вообще мой дом это Санкт-Петербург, Россия. Mhm.
1: петербург St. Petersburg in Russia is his home. Но.
2: Но живу сейчас в Казахстане, в городе Алматы.
1: Right now he's resides in Kazakhstan in the city Almaty. But he yes. is from St. Petersburg. There you go. Yes. Yeah.
0: And and is he staying in uh, Kazakhstan because of uh, ease of coming back and forth to the United States Or because of the war Or what would be the reason that he's uh, in Kazakhstan
1: Well, he's why you live in Kazakhstan You can just answer that you have a job now Or you can answer it
2: in Хотелось запасть. Ну то, что сейчас в России происходит, слишком резкие перемены, и ну, боюсь, что боялся, что границы закроют и не смогу ездить на соревнования. Поэтому решил, что перееду в Казахстан.
1: Yeah, so he he's an athlete. He has aspirations to come to CrossFit Games. Uh, it's very unknown right now current situation, so it would be safe for him to move to Kazakhstan. So then he knows for sure he can come and compete in the United States.
0: I I heard that the uh, Iranian athlete is having uh, visa issues. Did Ar- Artur have any visa issues?
1: Uh, Iran Iranian athlete. У uh, него проблемы с визой. У тебя не было проблем с
2: Ну, я только один раз подавался, и удачно.
1: И тебе дали на год, на два, на три, на что?
2: На три года мне дали туристическую визу.
1: So, uh, when you apply for a visa, in, for tourist visa and with a Russian passport, you allow to get a visa for about three years. Um, so, he applied for one last year, uh, and he got uh, approved. So, he has the ability to travel to Russia, for, uh, to United States for about three years. So, he didn't have ну, to чтобы... get a visa. Еще
2: полтора года будет действовать
1: и все еще продлевать
2: будет скорее всего проблемно, потому что сейчас uh, мужчинам не не выдают визу туристическую, поэтому буду uh-huh. делать визу талантов. Uh,
1: so he's like a, in, in the next a year and a half he has goals to switch it to the athlete visa more of like a like an O1 uh, P1 uh, visa like an athlete or extra ordinary person kind of thing because uh, to prolong the visa to uh, apply for a next visa right now a lot of uh, Russian athletes have issues and the male athletes tend to not get the visa so he's going to go with a route of going more professional
0: oh interesting um uh significantly the males have more problem than the females
2: and does he yeah. does he have any idea
1: it
2: why 10,
1: ну, он спрашивает, это только мальчикам или девочкам тоже? То есть, ну пока все твои Но ну, девочкам что-то. вроде
2: его дают, если есть, ну э, веская причина, там поездка на Курсу Геймс и так далее. Мужчина пока что это не прокатывает.
1: Mm-hmm. Почему-то so,
2: так сейчас происходит.
1: Uh, we do not know why, again, the, all of the athletes are applying for a tourist visa. Tourist visa is up to a consulate, right? Like every single person that we know currently from Russia, uh, females tend to get the visa and the, Male males don't. We don't mm. know why. We can just guess and like make assumptions, you know? Mm.
0: Yeah. Um, boys do worse things than girls generally.
1: Yes, I will check.
0: How, um, in general, how's the language barrier? Just sort of le- um, from the beginning, from learning about CrossFit to this elite level that he's taking it, how is the um, translation, since the origins of CrossFit are in English, how has the translation been treating him to get the information he needs to perform
1: at this highest level? Well, he's asking about the language barrier now, that is, how is the language barrier, how do you, well, for example, as athlete, right? in all years, how it was как понять, то есть как раз ведь, ну, с самого начала твоего пути, то есть был какой-то языковой барьер, проблемы, там плюсы, минусы?
2: Ну, я с года начал ездить уже на международные соревнования. В принципе, первые мои соревнования были в Финляндии, и там, ну, я вообще язык не знал, английский никак, словом никак, и тогда были сильные проблемы, не, не мог с ответованием поговорить толком. Сейчас, конечно, ситуация кардинально другая, я уже понимаю, so
1: he started his crossfit career in 2015 his first um, competition was in Finland and uh, and it was really difficult because he couldn't like um, communicate with anybody he didn't know English at all whatsoever but then now it's a little bit better because he learned some English he understands what you're saying he understands if you speak a bit too fast, maybe there's a little bit of an issue, like, when, in a, during the explanation of the, like, um, kind of, an, a, like, a complex, it might be, like, hard, but, like, in general, he can have a communication with you, and he can have a conversation with you, if you're having coffee with him, like, you would have not need me.
2: Oh. and, Oh,
1: and his first coach was from Finland as well, so they communicated through, like, a on English as well. So it
0: was really hard. Um, The the appreciation from my perspective of the Russian athletes from um, people in the United States is very high. There seems to be a, uh, especially for Roman, there's there's a a lot of uh, affection and love for Roman. Like the, the Americans seem to be a huge fan of Roman. And I'm sure as they get to know Artur, uh, they will become a fan of our tour. Also, uh, also. is that surprising to him that no, there's this, you know, this these two countries have this, you know, history going back to, you know, forever, and yet when um, the Russian athletes come here, they're they're embraced by the community. One, am I am I seeing that correctly? I mean, that's how I feel. They they cheer loudly for Roman. And um, is, yeah. does that does that surprise uh,
1: ну, вот он, он, ты понимаешь, пришёл, он говорит, типа, русские атлеты, да, допустим, тебя тебя шокирует то, что, допустим, как вас встречают здесь люди, как они болеют за Рома, что русские атлеты вот и, какое-то, uh, место в сердцах американцев, что они прямо его приняли так хорошо, то что, ну они узнают про Рома больше, сейчас про тоже узнают, тебя так будут принимать, тоже будут на тебя болеть. То есть тебя шокирует, uh, а, как, как реагируют американцы на вас. То есть, ну, no. вот,
2: yeah, I
1: He was pleasantly surprised for sure.
2: Yeah, yeah. But что like
1: так, again, что, I'm going to. Помогают yeah. A lot of people help him out. Я могу lot. сказать more,
2: Americans help
1: American, uh, actually, American community of CrossFit is more supportive to him than, per se, the uh, the community that he is surrounded it back home, in a way. And I know Arthur since last year as well. Like, uh, you guys don't know Arthur. We do. Here in Madison, there's many people who are still waiting for him to return back. And we're, like, <laughs> waiting for him. And he's, like, a part of our family. we the we We not He's our person.
0: It's cool for us to see, even in the United States, because... We forget in the United States that this is an enormous melting pot and that we're performing um, an experiment on planet Earth that's never been done before. People, people forget because there's so much complaining here, but that the United States really is a um, – it, 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 it's as much Russian as it is anything.
1: У нас говорит ну, в, в Америке вообще она как считается как об, 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 огромным кувшином, да, то есть здесь очень много наций, мы все забываем, что Америка не американцы, Америка — это иммигранты, да, то есть он здесь столько же русских, сколько и американцев, в принципе, да, то есть и мы иногда об этом забываем, то есть Америка очень такая странная вещь. У тебя есть что добавить, допустим, по поводу этого, что ты вот ты приехал, ты уже несколько, там, неделю находишься в Солт-Лейк-Сити там, что ты видишь что-то другое, там...
2: Но отношение вообще к профессиональным спортсменам а в России как такого нету профессионального спорта. Ну именно в крусфите. здесь это уже давно, и это чувствуется по поддержке людей, по спонсорам. Это все как-то все быстрее, все понятнее происходит.
1: Mm. И ты уже больше чувствуешь the... себя
2: профессиональным атлетом именно здесь, чем в России.
1: Yeah, he it, uh, it gets developed uh, in the, in the, in the world. It's more popular here in the United States. And how people like uh, uh, being like treat athletes from the CrossFit here, it's a lot kinder, better. Almost like the sponsors, like they understand the hardship that the athlete has to go through. That they like ahead and like help them out. Rather than in back home, unfortunately, like, the sport is very small. So it's like the help is very little. So here it's definitely seeing how people are kind and they like kind of drawn to you, and then they will treat you better just because you did make it to a top 40. You know that's pretty pretty sweet. здесь yeah, yeah. происходит
2: быстрее um, Yeah, and also, obviously the,
1: the 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 how you develop your career here it goes much higher. Obviously he he's experienced it. Roman experienced it. I think all the. Uh, international athletes experience it more in United States than in their hometowns. Even, like, I feel like Europeans and stuff as
0: well. uh Austin Hartman, uh, he kind of looks like Ryan Reynolds. What? That's true. He he does kind of look like Ryan Reynolds.
1: Wow. <laughs> he got this all the time. You Ryan
2: Reynolds Steve Rogers. Wow. He,
1: most of the people actually say he looks uh, more like a Captain America. Stuart. Yeah, I
0: see that. I see that too. Wow. Hmm.
1: Is that cool? <laughs>
0: yeah, that's crazy. Um, how, um, what are uh, how how big is Artur? I saw a picture of him next to Spencer Pancik. He made Spencer look like a little a six foot two, six foot two, wow. okay. six foot two. Wow.
2: Okay. He's very tall. He's tallest uh, athlete on the. uh nine. A, how tall is <laughs> he? How is
1: he?
2: Ah, he's, no, been...
1: he's even taller than Fikovsky. He's taller He's taller than
2: husky,
0: He's tall. Oh, yeah. And look how big. I noticed how big his feet are, too. His feet are huge. What size shoe
2: is he?
1: What size
2: is he? Well, he's the 11 US. 11 US.
1: Eleven. He's size eleven, so it's not that big.
0: Huh. Uh, no, yeah, I, that looked that seems hard to believe. So I had no idea that he was taller than Fukowski. So is he taller than um Yella uh, Holste
2: too? Do
1: We don't know his height. Uh, he's. No, I'm higher than uh, Fekowsky,
2: definitely. He's definitely
1: a bit, uh, taller than Fukowski. I think Fekowsky is maybe like six one, and he's like. He's back couple, well, maybe a centimeter or something. Well, I remember the problem at the waterpalooza when we are at the waterpalooza. The rings were so low, and like like Roman could hold them, and he went like, "Can you make it higher?" And when they said no, when Arthur came down, he was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like his feet, he was like standing. It was like the big, I was like, "What is this?" I was like, "You guys have to like do something." It was just a. Kind it, was of a
2: yeah. it was fun, yeah. It was <laughs> massive. <laughs> your father.
1: Ужасно, <laughs> да, на невозможно было. Я тоже
2: говорю.
1: вообще?
0: Is he deterred by his um, height, being that the 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 average CrossFitter, you know, the elite CrossFitters are like five nine to five ten?
1: Тебя же твой рост никогда не останавливал, да? То есть это и там ты не чувствуешь, что это у тебя там что-то не хватает, потому что
2: Проигрываю за роста, но потом смеялся и просто смотрел на тоже Фиговского, что он второе место несколько раз занимал, и это не оставляло ему проблем никаких. Может быть, чуть сложнее, но зато знаю, сложный путь он не останавливает а наоборот, стимулирует больше.
1: The, the, in the very beginning of his career, he was um kind of like sad because he would lose the complex due to his height. And then he just, like, kind of, like, embraced his height in the way he was inspired by athletes like Kukoski, and that they are tall and they're still getting the second place, being becoming second fitness on earth, you know? So when you have hardships, they don't really stop you. They motivate you to become better regardless of whatever. So, it, it doesn't kill me; it makes you stronger. <laughs>
0: nice. Is he, does he have family here with him or is he all alone?
1: he's just alone, alone. without yeah, for Sancti
2: Sancti
1: they are, are back in Petersburg again. His wife and his beautiful daughter.
0: Yeah. <laughs> wow. Is the plan to bring them here with him?
2: <laughs>
1: he really, really wants them to come next year and watch him in the crossing games again.
0: Um, is there an affiliate in Kazakhstan?
1: Я аффилиат, да, в Казахстане есть. Да, да. Мы как раз когда приехал,
2: мы с моим напарником, другом сделали аффилиат.
1: Yeah, he uh, when he moved to Kazakhstan, he partnered up with his friend and they uh, made an affiliate in Kazakhstan for CrossFit. So he kind of like made it. <laughs> it's kind of cool.
2: <laughs> is it the first affiliate in Kazakhstan?
1: No, mm, there are many.
2: Но сейчас это единственный аффилиат, но.
1: In the whole of like Kazakhstan, there is only one affiliated gym uh, of the basket, yeah. but not the yeah, first it'll... one. Right? Currently, it
2: eight seven years. Yeah, for
1: seven, about last like few like seven to eight years, there were no yes. affiliated affiliates, but before that, there were some.
2: Wow! So In one so, there were 17 affiliates. In oh, one city, Almaty.
1: Oh my God! There was like 17, 18 affiliated the gyms. How in which year? In 2014, yeah. in one city of Almaty, there was 18 affiliated CrossFit gyms, and then they're all gone. For about like seven, eight years, there was none, and now Artem kind of brought one.
0: Wow, and, and, and it's actually open to the public. There's members there, and like a, a, a wide variety of people there, not just him.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's it's for yeah. members.
2: It's, it's, big,
1: it's huge. It's beautiful. It has
2: everything. 2000
1: it's two thousand square meters. I don't know how what it is in feet.
2: It's uh, six six thousand feet. Wow. Okay. So it's a big gym.
1: It's a big gym. Lots of space. Lots of equipment. Хорошо да. The three majories.
2: Да. Штанги там семьдесят штаковни илийка. Oh
1: period. my God! They have like barbells from Eleco, uh, from the weightlifting yeah. barbells. They have all of the equipment. Twenty, that you need
2: 20, to...
1: 20 rowers. Dying.
2: Yes. The <laughs> crossfit.
0: Oh yeah, that's nice. Wow, that's a big yeah. place.
1: It's a giant. It's like it looks super spacious. Like a good thing about where. So I'm from Uzbekistan. Kazakhstan is when my parents were both were born. My friends live in Kazakhstan. Like in Kazakhstan and in Uzbekistan, we have an ability to rent the square footage and it's really cheap. So when we build something, we we'll build it big. <laughs> so it's
2: kind of cool.
1: That building was specifically built for CrossFit right there. So it wasn't like a warehouse nothing before. It was built specifically to make that uh,
2: метро, метровое бетонное основание, чтобы штанги можно везде кидать. Было.
1: There's like a 1 meter of cement underneath, so you can drop the barbells anywhere and so Везде. you won't you can drop it anywhere. Um,
0: what's his uh, relationship like with uh, his coach Nick Fowler? What's their relationship like? Я
1: сложил своё своё отношение со своим тренером Ник.
2: познакомился на прошлых играх. Он тренировал Рому И мы с ним как общались. Но мне было стеснительно. Я захотел у тренироваться, мне было uh, uh, that's
1: so sweet, so uh, he met Nick um, at the CrossFit Games last year when he was training uh, Roman Krenikov here at the Games uh, and they kind of like hit it off, it was really good bond in a way and then uh, he was kind of shy to ask to be his athlete and to coach him and then eventually, like after a couple months passed in November, he sent them a message on Instagram and Nick uh, thought about it for about two weeks. And then he agreed to become his coach.
0: I'm guessing there are some special, special needs to have an athlete like uh, Artur. Uh, he's so far away. There's the language barrier. There is a, a a limit of resources. There's only one affiliate there, whereas probably in in Salt Lake City, there's probably I don't know 20 affiliates just in that one city alone. Um, it, it, I'm guessing that they're closer than most coach and
2: athlete. Was вот очень
1: там, близкие отношения, да, потому что из-за расстояний, из-за изгиба mm-hmm. карьеры и все такое. То есть
2: и мы туда... живем в одинаковых местности, где я жил, а ты там тоже горы, ею ты тоже в горах. Ну, как-то мы не знаю. Yeah,
1: they like нам, it.
2: Maximum comfortable. Yeah, they like общаться. kind
1: of like bonded, like they like they almost hit it off right away. And like the city that Arthur lives in, Almaty, is very like hilly, so it's a lot of mountains there. And Utah is very mountain mountainy, as you know. Uh So like they kind of like have similar like elevation, almost like so it's almost like kind of like similar environments. So it's kind of. Hmm.
2: Cool. Есть постоянно о чём поговорить?
1: Even, train training, 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 uh, to talk about even like, working out yeah they they like friends, yeah, yeah so like besides just talking about working out they all they always fa- ha- find subjects to talk about they always have fun
0: is, um is artur um spreading the word of CrossFit in uh uh um Kazakhstan? is he does he work with any 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 kids there like any any sports teams there or train anyone there to sort of spread the word
1: Ты помогаешь развитию кроссфита в Казахстане, ты рассказываешь людям, там, пытаешься их рассказать всех. Да.
2: Ну, если честно, не особо. У меня есть друг Вова Смирнов, который этим занимается. И через меня, соответственно, тоже. Поэтому я ему помогаю, он в целом этим занимается, развитием кроссфита в Казахстане. Я через его руки тоже это пытаюсь сделать. I, I think it's
1: say humble, I'm going to translate this. Я вообще не верю всему, что ты говоришь сейчас, но я переведу дословно, но я mm-hmm. не верю, потому что я считаю, что ты, наоборот, вдохновляешь народ делать красит больше, чем Вова твой, там, ещё кто-то. Ну, неважно. Но я сейчас... же
2: специально для этого ничего не делаю, я просто делаю своё дело, тренируюсь.
1: Ну вот. А ты всё равно, а не подсказываешь людям, не говоришь там вот так вот, делаешь вот так, если вот так вот подумаешь, такие, значит, ну, как ты да. людям даёшь? Вот это. Да, я и... просто
2: я... говорю про ту часть, которая... Я же специально там не делаю, я тренируюсь просто в зале и помогаю чем могу.
1: So he's being humble, as I say, these he people that He's like, all I do is work out. My, my, my friend does a lot of work and he puts a lot of time and effort into it. He educates people, hosts the classes. All I, Arthur is doing is working out. Where I say I disagree because by having somebody like Arthur working out next to you, sometimes Arthur will give you a little tips and hints saying, hey, if you do it this way, it would be better. Or like he's giving a little tips. He's per se not hosting the class or doing a private session, but by having Arthur there and it, it motivates people to do better. I've seen many, many people tag him on the on the Instagram stories and saying thank you like to him all the time for the tips that he has given people. So I do believe he helps. He's being humble, saying, I do my job, I love it, and but my friend is really puts his heart into it and his name is Vova. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what is uh, Artur's uh, background? What, what was he? What was he an uh, active I'm, child? Did he play sports?
2: I am a former weightlifter.
0: Olympic weightlifter? Yes. A- anything else?
2: Track and field. Yeah.
0: Uh, the running, shot put?
2: Jump. Jumping? Jumping. Roll um, jumping, road road jumping, triple uh,
1: jumping.
2: High or high.
0: long or both. Long, long, long. Yeah. Wow. Um, so, and and Artur, that's a um explosive. I, I guess that's a short, really short time domain, super explosive, right? You get it. You get a what a twenty a meter sprint and then you jump.
2: Yeah, когда-то я был очень зверной, но сейчас немножко упабились кондиции в этом плане.
1: He was very, very like a powerful, like really short, like domain, like you're saying, but now he's like sort of like, uh, kind of like um, afraid a little bit of it. Yeah,
2: but I trying trying
1: to regain his like long jump. Yeah, but yeah, like he was a lot of power and just like going really, I guess his height that did help him too.
0: Artur, how old are you? 30. 30. 30. And, um, he he's 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 already knows he's he he's made it to this CrossFit Games and just hearing him talk you want to go to more CrossFit Games like you, like you're in this.
1: <laughs> you said that, you said that, you to games you to the His goal is always to uh, make it to the Games 35 until 35 and then he will revive
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> is he in his prime or is he
1: well I, I think so no he still has a lot of potential
0: awesome um what will he do when when the uh games are over on sunday Что
1: будешь делать, когда Я знаю, что ты будешь делать, я дам тебе
2: ответить. Что я буду делать? Отдыхать просто. У меня друзья приедут, с Казахстана болеть за меня, и ещё мои друзья приедут. не помню, где они живут, в Америке. Ну, русские ребята, которые живут. Сейчас Америке, тоже приедут. Возможно, с ними поедем куда-то поесть. <laughs> just to sleep, to talk, to discuss, discuss
1: the and, so on. Yeah, and it, uh, His friends from Kazakhstan are coming all the way from Kazakhstan to cheer for him at the Games. He has a couple of friends here in the United States that live. They want to really see him. So after the Games, he thinks they're going to just get together and talk about life and just about the experience at CrossFit Games. And he's probably going to go eat a lot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> does he already have plans to go back or will he does he does he already have his ticket back to Kazakhstan or is
2: he staying he for a little while? Не, uh, да, oh,
1: по там... He already has his ticket on a Tuesday. He he misses his wife and the daughter so so much so he can't wait to get back to them.
2: Of course.
0: Hey, what, what, what makes him tough enough to do this? This isn't easy. CrossFit's hard enough, and then he has to leave his homeland of Russia and then move to Kazakhstan, and then he has to leave his family. What does he think in his life has made him tough enough to do this? Not only the CrossFit, but just the whole ordeal.
1: Ну, блин, что тебя сделало таким сильным, Артурик? А, то есть он говорит, как уже сложно же заниматься кроссфитом, но еще сложнее, допустим, уезжать из дома родного в Казахстан, оставлять своих родных, близких, любимых людей и возвращаться. Как ты думаешь, что сделало тебя действительно таким сильным человеком, что ты можешь ну, преодолеть все эти купики и чтобы, так, вот, выходить с другой стороны сильнее? Ну
2: переезд в Казахстан на меня как бы положительно повлиял, потому что я встретил много интересных людей разных профессий, которые мне помогают. Также я сейчас начал, у меня появился хороший массажист, у меня появился хороший как бы, психотерапевт, или как он там называется правильно, ну, да. и, и менеджер появился. То есть у меня такая бросла команда. Это все благодаря переезду в Казахстан. А когда жил в России, у меня этого всего не было. Естественно, когда у тебя команда, ты можешь выдавать больше результат.
1: Aww. sometimes changes for the best he's saying so in his life right now moving to Kazakhstan was a big change but then in the beginning it was very tough. but then it ended up being the best thing that ever happened to him he has regained a team a team of people that are there for him so he got for example a masseuse uh, like a therapist a manager that is like managing him like helping him out with certain things when he lived in Russia in St. Petersburg he didn't have any of that so that gave him ability to focus more on training. So now that's why he had the better results this year than the last previous year. So it sometimes change could be the best. So he's actually very happy with that. move to um that he has made to Kazakhstan. Ну так а ажно с ребённочком оставлять, приезжать сюда в Америку, не разговаривать на английском. Так. Что? Ну вот, приезжать, ажно оставлять, допустим, как как тебе силы находишь это делать.
2: А no, it's of course, but I understand why I'm doing it. They Yeah, he like,
1: he has he they have with his family on the other side, he's like it's very tough, but then they all always talk about it they, they talk about goals, they talk about what is he doing this for? So they have kind of agreed to like support him as an athlete and then like it's tough, but they are, they are waiting for him and cheering. I think they are the, his biggest cheerleader.
0: I was hoping the answer would be he was raised on like a rock breaking farm in Siberia or something <laughs> like some Russian stereotype that we have here as Americans.
1: Bears. <laughs> yeah, I, like <laughs> he. When <laughs> like, how you know? Do you know what you mean? Do you know? I grew up, you know, somewhere, you know, in the village. They were constantly fucking me, and wild boars were running ah... Скажи нам правду, Артур, что с тобой делали в детстве, почему ты такой сильный?
2: Ну, на самом деле, я был слабый в детстве, ну, физически, uh-huh. и стать сильнее мне помогала тяжелая атлетика, uh-huh. у меня был очень хороший тренер, попался человек, который поверил в меня, и меня это вдохновило, и я становился сильнее, сильнее, сильнее с каждым годом.
1: He's actually remembering himself as a child being a very weak, and he's like, well, I was very weak, like, like just physically, you know." And then he got into like a uh, weightlifting and like a, uh, and then his coach was really inspiring. It was really great for him, and he inspired him to become stronger and stronger. And then it just like kept on helping him mentally and physically to regain that confidence in himself. And if he... I
2: know, <laughs> Heavy weightlifting,
1: well, бег,
2: армии, поэтому...
1: <laughs> heavy weightlifting uh, made him into like a strong um, individual, like physically and mentally. And then also he went to army and in army they ran a lot. <laughs> mm. So that's what endurance comes in, so that's why yeah. he's really good and all of the long distance runs
2: and stuff. army, I would not able to I think because our it's our hard. army, because really like...
1: it's hard to do
2: it One, year,
1: One year of army, like and like, there's a lot of running and doing a lot of endurance. And for like a weightlifter, like a strength training, like all of the athletes who do weightlifting are kind of like hard for them to like switch into like endurance and kind of go back to weightlifting because weightlifting is their like a like a safety question, I guess. And uh, without the army, he would have not uh, gotten to the, his best endurance shape. So, a <laughs> uh yeah.
2: so
1: his coach and the weightlifting was really inspiring the people in the army. Uh, you know, they were just scary. Maybe there, that's your answer.
2: <laughs>
0: how, how has the, um, is he okay with the language barrier, or is he is he eager to um, improve his English? Is he eager, or how is how is this going for him? Is it frustrating for him, or is he is he good with it?
1: Тебе это тебе ну это не напрягает то что ты не понимаешь иногда что то на английском. Ты хочешь быстрее выучить английский как-то знаешь тебе не нравится что постоянно вот человек рядом сидит и потом переводит туда-сюда. Тебе это не напрягает? Ну
2: сейчас это. В принципе уже такое там сильно нет проблем сегодня я даже проводил тренировки персональные людям американцам и они меня понимали и я добивался того, что я хотел поэтому с этим нет проблем
1: я могу могу донести
2: могу донести на английском
1: because I am present that makes uh, like a, mm. a Russian athlete comfortable to say something in Russian to me. So I translate it because I go back and forth really quick. So I, it's like, it's like, it's almost like, a, I'm a, like, kind of like a, if I leave right now, Perhaps if you guys just talk, and I'll be very quiet. I think you guys could have a conversation today. He like he was saying that he was doing a personal training at the gym, and people understood everything he was saying. He could communicate with them, but it's a language of the sport, right? It's like our mm-hmm. lunches, trusters are trusters. Like we do not translate them into a different language. It's the same things. Like language of a CrossFit. It's a worldwide. That's why it makes this community super special too. Because that's why for me, you can be far away, I don't know you, but you don't speak English, you come to me, we can do a workout together. Not a problem. No,
2: i communicate without a translator.
1: With yeah, he, he doesn't use me on a daily basis to, to communicate with people he talks to himself. He like he tries to, he tries his best. He's eager to learn English, but it's almost, it takes time, and he's very patient, and it doesn't frustrate him, no?
0: Um uh Yolana Jennings in the comments says great podcast, night nice to nice to meet Arthur and nothing to be worried about Sevi. Some money for doing hard things and to encourage Rosa uh, back to learn more about her. Oh, they're oh. saying I should have Rosa on.
1: To learn oh.
0: more about Rosa. Oh. Oh.
1: So so kind, thank you so much. <laughs> With a dog in a house, let me tell you.
0: <laughs> and um and and pool boy says, um, ask him to say, uh, if he dies, he dies. I think that's from like a movie with some. There's probably some Russian guy who says that. Oh, I think it's from. Is it from Rocky? If he <laughs> dies, he dies.
1: Ну, бывает в фильме тоже, ну иногда русский с русским акцентом что-то говорит. Они хотят, чтобы ты сказал с таким грозным русским изговором, если он умрет, то он умрет. Но подумаешь.
2: He's like, like,
1: there's more like movies like, wait, like they try to Russian and then they say it, but with an accent, and it's so hilarious. So, we like always like joke (laughs) if he dies, he dies. But it would be more, I there's there are better phrases.
0: (laughs) Hey, that should be um, Arthur's uh, shtick actually, he should learn just a bunch of, like, um, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger in Terminator, he says, fuck you, asshole. Or uh, in Predator, he says, uh, get to the chopper. Or um, Dolph Lundgren, you know, if he dies, he dies. Arthur should learn a bunch of those, and just – it'll make him um, – the crowd will go crazy. The CrossFit crowd will go crazy if he learns to... a bunch of those to... phrases. People will be dying.
1: Be. My uh-huh. Arnold
2: Schwarzenegger
1: was like our, uh, his favorite uh, actor when he was little. He always watched his movie. He's saying like, that would be kind of cool. It's funny.
0: Who's his agent?
1: That way again. No, uh, his friend Bovash Smirnov in Kazakhstan. The guy okay, yeah.
0: d- you you tell him me. I just gave Artur the greatest idea for that idea is I'm telling you it's gold. <laughs> like he should finish every show with "If I Die." I... If he dies, he dies. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I
1: like, I he, am, or any of those. Like just tell him
0: it. to find just cheesy American Russian lines and uh, yeah.
1: <inaudible> he, has to, he
0: has to lean into it. He has to look at even Mason Mitchell says 100% percent Sevon, Yeah, he's got to lean into the Russian thing and just ham it up. Fuck it.
1: That, I mean, I agree. That's what I say. Like sometimes you got to embrace it. You know, like people would say just something like, yes, in. whatever. Yeah. Like, yes, I am a spy. <laughs> I must break
0: you. I must break you. Like, like seriously, uh, uh, um, uh, you know, Tiger Woods recently gave um, he slipped the tampon to one of his um, uh, they were playing golf and he slipped a tampon to one of his competitors and the camera caught it basically saying, hey, you're playing like a bitch. But but uh, what Arthur could do is Arthur could like be at the pull up bar um, next to Fakowski and he could look over at him and be like, I must break
3: you. <laughs>
0: and, 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 and and then later on When Fikowski tells that story People will go crazy They'll be like What did Artur say to you? Be like, he told me he must break me
1: Кто-то рядом, с людьми, знаешь, серьёзным лицом что-нибудь говоришь, что они потом, когда про интервью сами давали, знаешь, мне всегда рассказывали, тут такой атлет, он мне такое сказал, там я спинялся, но он этот
2: потом рассказывает, что бешеный русский там не сказал.
1: Боялись, Ну, он говорит, русских все боятся, а что бояться? Ну, вот играйте, типа, будьте русскими, ну, подумаешь, вы у нас боитесь, и мы будем играть вашу игру, потому что мы такие прям грозные все, ну, и будем такими сердитыми. <laughs>
0: and uh, as Cave Dastro says, Americans eat that shit up. Of course
1: they. Yep, eat. yep, yep, they do. будет больше Thank you. <laughs> 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 he,
2: he
1: appreciates your advice and he's going to use it. So thank you, and he's going to tell his manager <laughs> you helped him out. <laughs>
0: um Arthur, I, I appreciate your time today. Thank you for coming on. Rosa, thank you for coming on, and um, hopefully I, I get to meet you too in person very soon. Yeah,
1: we'll yeah. see you definitely.
0: All right,
2: thank you. How do you S.H. say good night in Russian? Спокойной Спокойной ночи.
0: Спокойной ночи. Спокойной ночи. It sounds Spanish to me.
1: Well, what are <laughs> you know laughing at, Caleb?
2: Shut Gross. it.
0: All right. <laughs> see you guys soon. Yeah.
1: Thank you. Okay. Ciao.
0: Bye. Bye. I like ciao. Thank you for your patience.
3: Oh, you're good. Ciao.
0: Ciao. Uh, Can (laughs) you say, um, uh, uh, get to the chopper. Me? Yeah. Can you say get to the chopper?
3: Uh, in Arnold's voice.
0: Oh, oh, so you know that that's from Predator. But every single show for the last 10 shows, someone in the comments like, Can you have the guest say get to the chopper? And I never <laughs> feel comfortable asking him to say it. But for you, I, I'm like, okay, it's Kelly Baker. I could ask her to say it. And look at you. I didn't you know it, you know that's from Predator?
3: Yeah.
0: Oh, I guess everyone knows. Get to the uh, chopper. Mm-hmm. Okay, look, Mason Mitchell says, of course, in Arnold's voice.
3: Maybe we'll end the show that way.
0: <laughs> hey, you're a good dude. You're a good dude. <laughs> Hey, um it, uh, I have to pee. Um so I think that I think I can do it in 1 minute. <laughs> okay, I'm going to play this um I'm going to play this thing. I have to pee really quick. Sorry. Sorry. Not it's it's a, it's a midday show and my bladder's like it, it,
1: No,
0: you I broke the seal. I broke the seal. You don't even have to want to do CrossFit. You don't have to want to be a coach. You don't have to want to be a trainer. If you just want the operating manual to your body. It's not just Forging Elite Fitness, it's the operating manual to the human genome. You'll take this CrossFit level one seminar and you will walk away inspired. From the second you leave, your entire life will change. You will make significant changes to your life because you are excited. You You will start tweaking with your diet. You'll start tweaking with your movement. You'll start tweaking with who you hang out with. Everything will take a shift. For some people, it'll be massive. For some people, it'll be a little bit. No matter what, you'll move towards a better life. Everyone is going to sense it in you that you are more accountable, more personally responsible, happier, more helpful, more more thoughtful human being. And you'll be nicer to look at. You might talk too much shit about CrossFit, but... That part where Hobart's standing behind that guy where he's bent over is kind of weird. I just can't like I came back to that. I was like, that's a little weird. You get that part out of context. Just make a meme out of that. Dude, Kelly Baker. Hey. You're going to the games. We're getting close.
3: I know. It's two weeks from today.
0: Is that is that the is that is it today? Oh yeah, Thursday. Two weeks from today it starts. Yeah, it starts. Holy shit. Are you, um, are you, do you feel that it's like, you know, like when you're a little kid, well, what would you say? Is it like when you're a little kid and like, you know that summer's about to end and you're about to go back to school or.
3: No, because I had that feeling so long being a teacher. I had like, I felt like I was a little kid every single year of my life because I went into teaching. Then it was that, but no, I don't have that feeling because that's like pit in the stomach. This I'm just, I'm really excited for. You are. Um, Yeah, I'm really excited. Um, I'm just, yeah, I think I took my approach to semifinals was so serious and so like, like tough. Like, I don't know. I feel like I had so much pressure on myself going into semifinals that I actually didn't really enjoy that process as much. I just was ready. I just wanted to get it done, like go to semis, do what I needed to do and be done with it. And then it was like, then I could train for games. But now I'm just like, no matter what, I'm one of 40 women that have made it this far. Like, I, no matter what I do, I'm going to be proud of myself. So I'm just going to go out and have as much fun as I can.
0: I I like that. I can't tell if you're like, that's true or like, that's like the story you're telling yourself. So it's like, so you don't vomit all over yourself. Because there's kind of a vomit component to it, right? Like, oh, shit, me and... I don't mean to fuck your story, but me and the 40, 50, uh, ladies in the world are going to throw down next Thursday.
3: I know they just announced that we're going to have a five-k run, and like, that's great for me. I, I really oh, I think you like that? that. Yeah, like, I love that.
0: Okay, good.
3: I was talking to my sister about it, and she's like, "That's great for you." I'm like, "You have to remember, though. I'm go. No one's bad at it. Like, right. it's not like it's not like oh, that's a clear top ten finish, like." The thirty-nine other girls are also probably really good at running, so it's um, it's kind of interesting when you're just going against the best. It's like even things that you're really good at, it's not it's not a home run hit, you know. So
0: right, you're gonna have to. Everyone's gonna push into it, and everyone's gonna push into a dark spot.
3: Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, I saw that they. So, so what
0: do we know about that? It's 5K. We don't know the terrain. We don't know if it's hilly. We don't know what workout it is. We just know 5K. We don't know if it's got a ruck or a weight vest or none of that, right?
3: Yeah, no. Someone did post maybe barbell spin or something today that there's some sort of course that – I don't know if it's like a famous course, a 5K course that they have in Madison that it seems like it would be a perfect setup to have it. And it is – you know, on grass, a little bit hilly, it looks like. I, I didn't look too much into it, but.
0: Um, Clydesdale Media, Scott Schweitzer. Kelly is the best. You're going to kill that 5K. Oh, okay, yeah, let's look at that real quick, Caleb. Thank you. We'll look at yeah. this more tomorrow. Could the Zimmer Championship course host the 5K run for the CrossFit Games? Could this be where the 5K is held? We know Adrian Bosman likes to incorporate elements of the host city, and this makes sense to us. Swipe to see video clip of the course. Oh. Who are are those? uh, Like just cross country athlete, girl athletes, like from a college or a high school. I assume. Yeah.
4: Yes, they're all. Those are all collegiate. Oh, and dudes.
0: Okay. Wow. That's a and that's a mass start, huh? Good job, Brian. God, Brian spins good. And it's all marked out. Easy peasy. Um, would you like to see this, uh, w- go into the cuts a- any thoughts on the cuts? So, it-
3: I mean, I, it's a little bit unfortunate. Like I would prefer it not to be, um, but solely for the fact, not just like, oh, I hope I don't get cut, but I just feel like so much of your fate is based on, or, you know, if you're not, you know, a, a shoe in so much of your fate is based on the order of events you know, like they couldn't put that five run to be the last event. And, um, you know, if some of the events didn't fall in my favor in the beginning, and then you get cut at a certain point, it's like, damn, like I would have really loved to have done that or just seen kind of how I would have went toe to toe with these girls in that event. Um, and it just doesn't give a lot of opportunity on the last day to shake up the leaderboard. Like you could just walk the last workout and still end 20th, you know, uh, if that being the worst finish that you could get. So a part of me kind of hates the idea of it just for sport. But I mean, it's not like because I took 10th and I'm like, damn it, that sucks. My weekend's going to end on Saturday. It may or may not, but um, you know, it's not going to change my approach. I'm just going to go out there and just try to go for each event and see what happens.
0: You say it won't change your approach, but you don't think you'll go. Maybe there'll be a little more. um... Got it. What do I know? If this is stupid, I apologize. I'm open to it being stupid. There's not a little more at stake on the first six workouts. Like you might push in, you might take some risks or it might alter your approach a little bit.
3: Uh, Maybe like you would be going for it a little bit more on the last event on Friday, if you're on the edge or you need a home run, you know, uh, cause it's like your final event or you're out. So that would be kind of interesting to see how some girls go about that. But um, no, I, I talked to you guys about it a little bit on the podcast before, but I just felt like at semifinals, I played it so safe the whole weekend. Mm. Like I really wanted to play like my game and ensure that I was going to make it to the CrossFit games. And I don't know, I don't know about how many times I'll get to be back. So I'm just going to go for every event and just see what happens, take risks. And if I bite off more than I can chew, then I'll, I guess I'll live and die that way.
0: Um, the, the people we've been talking to in the days of building up to talking to you right now in the last few days, people are either at the, they either had their last day of their hardest training or they're just about to finish. W- where are you at?
3: Yeah. We're just finishing up this week was like the most demanding. I would say we actually didn't do a game simulation. weekend. Um,
0: did, did not,
3: did not like to my request, um, just for me as an athlete, I felt like same idea we went into, uh, semis and I just wasn't as excited to go work out. And I just, I want to go to CrossFit games. Like I can't wait to go work out. Um, so I feel like I'm at the point where like if next weekend was game simulation or the weekend after I'd be so pumped for it. And that would just happen to be the CrossFit games. That's kind of the trajectory I wanted it to be. Um,
0: Does the game simulation like scar you mentally? Is that why?
3: Um, it one, it's so taxing. Like, if we really wanted to simulate the games, then I probably would have to take a few days off after Mm -hmm. I didn't want to have to do that. But okay, I also just didn't feel like, oh, I need my body to know what that weekend's going to feel like. Um, I mean, yeah, I've never like competed as an individual at the games, but I just felt like there's so much that has been going well in our training that I just want to keep building on that rather than just start making up like some unknown workouts that we don't know. And then put myself at like, it's hard to even, especially when you're training alone to get that same simulation, it would just be kind of doing really tough workouts that I already do anyway. So it was like, take the pressure off of like calling this a game simulation weekend. We'll do a kind of a peak week and then deload. So Maybe my coach altered the, just the framing or wording of it, but yeah, I just feel like I'm at a definitely a better headspace and excitement to actually compete because like I said, I needed to be the fittest that I could be going into semis in order to try to make games. Like we didn't have a cushion to like save a little bit for, you know, the end of the season. Cause that could have been the end of my season. And I just was really feeling burnout going into semis. And I just, you know, I took the week off and we had, talked and he's agreed and we were like let's just go a different approach and we'll try to build up as much as we can so that the week of games you're at that moment of um, peaked rather than a lot of times we kind of went in the approach of like let's train 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 and peak and then we'll deload leading up into the
0: oh 70s. so you have some hard days still ahead of you
3: uh yeah so to tomorrow sa- saturday and then probably on monday and then start tapering on tuesday
0: Who's your coach again, Kelly? Uh,
3: Tristan Patrick. Okay. Yeah.
0: Hey, um, as you approach this five days, there could be, there's some, um, you know, uh, I'll use Catherine David's daughter as an example. You know, I think it was her grandmother who died and she, she leaned into that, you know, like a loss she had to like lean into, to get her through it. But Life has all sorts of all these other things that are like just you know what I mean? Like, let's say last week you crash your car and you're dealing with like your insurance company or you saw that your health premium is about to double next month. And you're like, fuck, how am I going to pay for that? Or, um, you know, you found out your 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 husband's going to go away from us What are you doing with all the life stuff like that's on your plate as we, we go to Madison? What do you do with that?
3: I think I've been pretty good with like, maybe it's healthy or not healthy, but compartmentalizing that part of my life to be totally different than anything else. Like I even remember going through a really hard breakup, like getting my heart broken and, and with someone that I really was thought it would be maybe ever like long lasting. And it was a shock. And I don't know if anyone's ever been through something like that. It's like physically taxing on your body and i just
0: in the sixth grade i had my heart broken
3: (laughs) yeah you're probably still feeling that um so you know what i'm talking about and i just i still like to this day remember like wow how crazy is it that i'm was so able to compartmentalize all those feelings and the only thing that made me feel nothing or at ease was just doing what we're doing like going and working out or doing something and then i would leave the gym and then it would kind of all come over me again
0: yeah go in the car and just ball your eyes out on yeah, the
3: yeah yeah <laughs> yeah don't sleep and just like sit indian style in the shower um yeah
0: pr an hour earlier you were pr and high-fiving your buddies and now you're just a fucking gelatinous yeah, sack of shit yeah, just emotional exactly. yeah 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 i feel you
3: so like yeah it's for me it's just been more of an ally i've definitely never been someone that could that would take that like any stressors and then use that as like, Oh fuck him for breaking my heart. And now I'm going to like go into the gym and PR my, I, I couldn't put them together. Like they were, yeah. they were always so separate from me. Um, so yeah, I mean, knock on wood, I haven't had any uh, big emotional things going on right now in my life. Things have been pretty even keel. Um, but at the same time, I think I'm just pretty, pretty good at, you know, compartmentalizing and we actually talked about this my husband and i because my whole family lives in philadelphia and i've j- i've been homesick like really homesick as of recent i don't know um you know my brother's about to have a set of twins and my sister has a baby and they're always at the beach and they're doing so many family things together and usually i could travel at the
0: beach in philadelphia
3: well uh the jersey shore oh uh so we just got like <sighs> <laughs> No, <laughs> so I don't. It's South Jersey. It's not the same as the Jersey. Yeah,
0: yeah, whatever. Just <laughs> yeah, just yeah. let me enjoy myself, please. Okay. Don't ruin it for me. Let me yeah, just judge the shit out of you. Okay, yeah. go on. Yeah.
3: Yeah, that's fair. And um, so I was just, I've just been super, super homesick. And I was trying to tell my husband, like, we've only been here for two years. And I don't know why it hasn't hit me really, like how homesick I truly am when I sit on my couch and see them doing these things. And I've just realized it's because the past two years have just been consumed with hours in the gym. Mm. So I haven't really got to like feel it. And that's maybe the one thing I'm most concerned about about after the season ending this year is like, yeah, it'll be nice to have that downtime and I'll get to see them a little bit more. But the more downtime you have, you almost have to deal with whatever the other bullshit stressors that oh, are. Oh, like
0: you're gonna the game's gonna be over and that that you're gonna see like a bulging closet in your brain and you're gonna open the door and
4: shit. Yeah.
3: Just- yeah, like everything's <laughs> just been like it's been pushed so slowly and tight, like it's kind yeah. of popping out, yeah. Um, that yeah, I think once I land back, I here love from it, Madison, I'll just be a fucking mess.
0: Isn't life fun?
3: Oh, yeah.
0: Hey, um, uh, you don't have any, like, um, uh, like, um, I, I, I guess you made it to the game, so is, is making it to the games like, is there anyone like you're kind of flipping off? Like, yeah, look what I did like you you don't have any of that and you like someone who said you couldn't do it or or like you you're, you're you're be okay besides <laughs> me but i'm talking about i'm talking about anyone significant there's no one like there's no one um like i'm getting really excited for the games because like i want to i'm going to do something this year that like that's going to be the best thing i've ever done like ever for crossfit and, and and there's a little bit of like a fuck you element oh for me yeah. So I'm projecting onto you. Like, is there yeah, a part no, of you that's, no, that's kind of like,
3: I oh, yeah. I wish I almost did. Like, I wish I could say, yeah, but like, I I sh- I'll show
0: you like the high school coach. who said you'd never amount to anything.
3: Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'm, I'm going
0: to send you a picture of me.
3: Yeah. No, to be honest, I probably have like the worst imposter syndrome. Like I look at other people who are like, you know, I, it's so not my personality, but like a Danielle Brandon, sometimes that will just like flick off a crowd, which, you know, isn't my style, but it almost seems like she has something to prove to people or, but I'm the opposite. Like, I feel like I'm always like, no, I'm not that good. Uh, Maybe if I make it, maybe if I don't like as a protective shield for myself, when I have like such an incredible like community or an environment or family and friends that are just like, we knew you would make it one day. What are you talking about? Like, no, you have what other people don't have you know and for me it's always been like maybe i'm the person that i need to flick off and say like fuck you i told you like you didn't think i could oh. do it like to my my own self and like, yeah. like that would be like maybe i probably, to your own
0: self-talk like
3: yeah i probably have my own inner defense that i need yeah, to yeah bitch
0: with. shut the fuck up
3: yeah yeah I, exactly. I told you yeah
0: i'm not even bringing you to the crossfit games well i'm between your ears oh
3: yeah, I think <laughs> I still don't even like realize you know what we do and how how many people see it in a different light. Like I just compare myself to the other people that are going through it. So I don't think that uh, what I do or anything is like not that elite. I get that it is, but it's it's pretty funny there's a
0: Yeah, a the lie. rest of us look at it like it's impossible what Kelly's doing. You really look like you're doing the impossible. But to you, you're looking at your peers and everyone's doing it. The forty yeah. girls. Yeah, okay. Yeah,
3: yeah. So like, uh, recently one of the Dallas Cowboys has been coming to our gym and he's getting trained by someone. So it's kind of irrelevant, but he is getting trained. And one of the the coaches is like, what are you hopping on Kelly's workout with her? And he's like, nah, man, she's different. Like, it's just <laughs> right. when, he, when right. he says something like that, it's just funny to me because they're in the society's like eyeballs is like the elite status of what an athlete is and like not taking anything away from him at all because to make it is such a small percentage of you know the people that start out playing football to actually make it to the NFL and and play um but to hear someone in that status like call what we do just like like I want no parts of that like you're just different it's that that to me recently has been eye-opening like oh maybe you're right it we do is different (laughs)
0: It's um, it's yeah. And, and especially day in and day out. Um, uh, Ken Walters Eagle sweatshirt on and Bill's or Oilers helmet behind her. I thought she was in Cali. Why Eagles? Well, I think she's in Texas. I'm
3: in Texas. I am okay. in
0: Eagles.
3: Um, this is my, I don't know. My husband, it's a signed helmet from Earl Campbell. Earl Campbell? Yeah. In Oilers. Uh... Holy shit. Like why is this in here but
0: Well, that that that's crazy. Earl Campbell. How old's your husband?
3: Uh 35.
0: Or be. Wow. Yeah. How does he know who Earl Campbell is? That's crazy.
3: Uh I think he played for UT and my husband's like the biggest UT football fan. Yeah.
0: I don't even know what UT is. What's UT?
3: University of Texas.
0: Oh, okay. I know who Earl Campbell is. I don't know who UT is. Wow. Crazy. Well, Awesome. Well, there you go, Ken. Uh, now, you know, um, what's, what's imposter syndrome syndrome? Like, like you're like, I'm, I'm a CrossFit games athlete, like kind of like that.
3: Uh, just feeling like I still, there's the mountain is still so much higher that I need to climb. Like, I've done it when I talked to the guy, Justin Sua, that I told you about before the like mental training coach and he had given me things. He said, I don't think it's imposter syndrome. I think it's just the confidence because it's not a fluke that I got here, which imposter syndrome feels like it's a fluke. I have enough data to like prove to myself that I've made it, but he, I think, Oh it's-
0: yeah, it's definitely <laughs> legit. Cause the, the path you went, I didn't know that it was uh, legitimately because it's, I mean, the path you went through is so narrow right? Mm -hmm. Okay. I didn't know that about imposter syndrome, that that was one of the um, qualifications for it. Okay. Sorry. Keep going.
3: Yeah. So it's just, um,
0: it's not imposter syndrome. He said it's confidence.
3: It's more like confidence. Like there's enough evidence. that's like, it's not a fluke that I got here. I've done enough in my history to like tell myself, no, you, you do, you've earned it to get here. It's wasn't just a mishap, but it's still like the comparison game. Like I said, I think I'm just my, probably my hardest critic. Like even when some people would ask me to go team or something like that, I almost want to tell them like, don't even ask, like, ask a couple of other people. And if they deny, then come back and ask me because then I won't feel bad if things go wrong or something like that. So I think it's just more of a me problem than like anything else.
0: Do you you know what's cool about this time that we live into? Um, the cool thing about, like, social media and just all the the, the media shit that goes on is, um, you know, uh, 20 years ago, let's say CrossFit was around. The, it would just be the Tia Toomey show, and everyone else would just be a supporting cast. The rest of you ladies would just be characters so that she could be at the top. She yeah. would just be standing on top of you. But now we live in this era where... Um, I mean the UFC is like that like the the guy who's the pound for pound best fighter in the fucking world maybe who ever lived is um, – has 600,000 Instagram followers where there's guys who are like not even close to him who have like 3 million Instagram followers because everyone has their own – I don't know what it's called. But but I wanted to tie that I don't know I don't know what the um I don't know what the what word to call it, but I wanted to tie that to like this whole thing of confidence or value or contribution. like your story can be just as valuable or more valuable to people than the champ story. When before it's just always about the champ, right the team that won the super Bowl, the team that it's just I, I, I don't it's, I guess maybe it's kind of like a non Uh, sequitur didn't go with the conversation that we're having but i just think of someone like you and i'm just like man it yours is the story that's probably the most uh, relatable to litmus test a decisively indicative test oh what do you uh help me uh caleb in relationship to oh she took the litmus test and passed it Yeah. yeah fuck yeah i know it's crazy it's just um I guess maybe I'm saying don't miss the opportunity. You're, you're amazing. Uh, relish in it and like milk it on all fronts, man. Like shit.
3: Yeah. yeah. No, I I really feel like I'm trying to be that way right now. Like m- maybe there is a part of me that's trying to convince myself and, and just like anything, the more you say it out loud, like maybe you'll be able to convince yourself it a little bit, but I really just want to go there and just, and have as much fun as I can. And like people talk about like, make sure, you know, look around like at your wedding day, make sure you take a moment to step back. Like, I, I really do want to do that and, and be present. And I, th- I feel like the word you're maybe like searching for is just maybe our stories of not the Tia, but the other people, it's like a little bit relatable, may, may, like a relatability that you know, I think everyone deals with imposter syndrome, whether they want to admit it or not. And it doesn't have to be in sport. It could be in their job in in a in a podcast, it can be in a relationship. Like, I think we all have that. And yeah, so it's been fun for me, even just kind of hearing even other athletes on interviews or podcasts, just, oh, like, oh, great, good. I'm not the only one that went home the other week and cried because they're just, so fucking drained and like we're all going through it it's just maybe we're all not talking about it and then you kind of realize like oh one person talks about it then someone else does and then we're like no none of us are different we're all just fucking human trying to do our best and feeling the same type of emotions and same nerves and same stressors and um you know that's whether you're the first seed or the 40th seed I think we all have that in common and then from the outsiders or the fans perspective, it's like, yeah, in a different degree that you might have it than we do, but we're all kind of in humanity going through these same emotions, but maybe just in a different perspective, depending on what your goal is.
0: The, the, the only thing I ever felt like I, the only time I've ever felt like I'm not imposter syndrome, if, if I, I, I don't know if I, that's the right word, but is uh, being a father, everything else. I, if, I've never felt like <laughs> nothing, absolutely nothing. Not like in a bad way. I didn't care, but I just felt like nothing. Are you, oh, you directed 10 movies. You're a director. No, not really. Not now. When you were a teacher, did you feel like a teacher? Did you own that? Miss Miss Baker.
3: Yeah. But it, again, took me a little while to really feel like, oh, I have all the tools that, because teaching can be a really cool craft too. Like, you know, when you get that one student that the teachers before the year before, are like, you know, Savan's in your class, like,
2: He's good luck. Your next, whole class. Yeah. yeah.
3: Good luck next year. And it's like, if you're a good teacher, that's such a cool opportunity to be like, all right. All right. How can I break him? How can I break him down to just to to want to be here turns coal in into a
0: diamond, yeah,
3: yeah, and like there it is really cool, and that took me years. Like that took me a few years because I was, I wanted to. You know, just go by the book and go by, you know, exactly how you're taught. And then you kind of learn different strategies. So just like CrossFit, like the more times you show up to the games, the more confident you're going to feel. So yeah, I've been there before on team. So this will be my first time stepping out there like alone. But I don't feel totally like a deer in headlights. You know, I know what the warm-up area looks like. I know what that feels like and things like that. So I don't necessarily feel like, oh my God, I'm gonna throw up the minute that we walk you know, we get our swag bag or something like that. But I just There was a
0: big crowd in Albany and you were individual there. That was a big crowd.
3: Yeah, yeah, no, definitely was. Yeah, yeah. Um, But I I don't know. I I guess the older that I get too, uh, I'm also just realizing like, you know, at semifinals, I drop the bag and it's funny. Maybe it's like our society and we think everyone gives a shit about us. I remember thinking also because I'm human like this is so embarrassing everyone <laughs> well it was fucking embarrassing but, but no
0: one thought of it like that but but, like, but you're right like, I see why well, you did everyone's
3: yeah. going to be like that's how I'll be remembered the girl that dropped the bat and it's like that
0: honestly, might be true that, that might be true
3: <laughs> <laughs> but it's like in the end like no one really gives a shit about like my mom cares my husband cares like the few they they people care but they're not like I don't know. I think we we think people are going to remember these little moments at the games or at semis when like the bigger moments are probably like when I got my name announced or like, you know, giving him like a high five on the side that really won it one when he was there with his dad. Like, I yeah. don't know. Yeah. I think the older that I'm getting and like you kind of even say about social media and followings and things like that. Like, I don't know if I'm starting to turn a corner of maturity or something, but I'm just starting to realize like the more that I was paying attention to social media or followings and things like that. I just was feeling a lot less happy, like in, in me, like in my gut that I felt like I was like seeking, seeking approval of, of, I don't, of a bunch of strangers that it's great to have like random support and maybe making a difference in some people's lives. But like, I feel like the less that I'm on that and more present where I'm actually at has been, that's where I'm my happiest. So it's just this weird double-edged sword. It's like, yeah, because we're human, it's like, I want to be wanted. I want people to follow me so that I feel like people care about me. And why do some girls have a million followers and I don't really have a following or, and then I just have to like really take a step back and be like, what the fuck does it really matter? Like if this was my career and I needed a certain amount to make a livelihood, like that would really matter of course. But I don't know. I just, yeah. I'd I mean, like
0: that explained to me too, why you don't have a million followers. Yeah. I'm not sure I understand that either.
3: No, I mean, it's, it's also a lot of work, like kudos to the people that can like get content out or they just even have the time, like they have the time to just document so many things. And I think I just sometimes get overstimulated in general. Like if yeah. I'm phone too long, like not like I go into a dark place, but I'll like, kind of feeling like icky yeah Like I just spent like how long just scrolling through people's lives like is this what is this what I'm supposed to be doing and I get through like almost a tangent in my brain so I don't think I could have made it or could make it like a career and like getting a photographer and doing all this like those things stress me they're like stressors to me like going to a photo shoot and then trying to figure out like what caption or what can I put that's kind of clickbait that people want to I'm actually giving advice for doing this or I'm putting this out there about myself, but I don't know how much I want to tell. It's just kind of a weird, weird bit. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Some people cross the line for sure.
3: And no, I'm not even saying that. It's just, it's-
0: I know you weren't. I was just thinking, I was thinking of people like some people like they go through a fucking divorce or a breakup and they put the whole fucking thing online. I'm like, I don't know if you wanted to do that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe emotions are tied into it. It's like, Oh, this is my outlet. And I feel like this is a way to, to kind of say certain things that I want to say, but yeah, it's just, for me, it's just, sometimes I feel just exhausted or, you know, even like when you're hanging out with your friends, I'm like, I'll look around I'm like, damn, everyone's on their phone. Like, and I know that's just the world that we live in. Like I I do get it. And I get caught up with that. Like, I'm grateful. My husband's just total opposite. Like he's not really social media driven at all. He'd like only post a picture if I do it for him. But thank, I'm thankful for him that he'll check me sometimes and be like, I don't care that you are, but like want to like go play ping pong or something, you know, or want to go yeah. play cards. And and I I just feel like, uh, yeah, it gives me the ick sometimes that I can find myself being trapped into that. So, yeah, I don't know.
0: Look at Wad Zombie has a solution. Look at this uh, for uh, imposter syndrome. He says, I think a trading card would help to make you, uh, like, um, the Patrick Vellner trading card. He wants to make the Kelly Baker. Do you have an agent?
3: Yeah, Snorri.
0: Oh, Snorri. Okay. Oh, you, you, sn- sn- Nick, you know, I'm sure you know Snorri. You want a trading card? Nick makes trading yeah,
3: cards. Yeah, he's
0: sick. They're cool. They're that is cool. 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 I could stack the Kelly Baker one back there with the rest of my co yeah. Um, is, is your husband going with you to the games? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Barry McAuchner, Uh, I love Kelly's sweatshirt. Uh, fly eagles fly thanks i didn't know they were still a team um uh Ke- oh this is in- uh kelly is aware of this issue that young crossfitters are struggling uh with uh, mal haley etc but also you you didn't grow up with it how old are you
3: uh 31
0: oh uh, i guess it came
3: You like lived in, I got into like the MySpace world, like that early on, you know, where it was like social media was something that was only on your computer right? thing, you know, like you would go home and it was also a weird space where you would publicly show who your six best friends were. Then if you got in a fight with them, you could pull them off your MySpace. Oh, right, right. Remember that, you know? Right. So I definitely like started a little bit of my childhood, I guess was like in social media, but in such a small it was only on a computer like we didn't have it on our phone the only thing on our phone was like fucking snake remember that game
0: (laughs) i do remember that i i missed um myspace and facebook i kind of missed both of them and then when instagram came i was just like fuck this is rad it was just pictures remember it was just yeah that was like and then all of a sudden it's it's everything
3: yeah uh yeah no did you ever do snapchat yeah i don't really do it like people will snapchat me but it's mostly like my sister or someone like that.
0: Okay. How about Twitter?
3: No, I never did Twitter. Like how about- the threads that's now like I don't really know. Now TikTok, that's where I can get myself down a fucking rabbit hole. It's so much better than Instagram but I I really like it because it's not anything anything CrossFit related. So the the things that I look at on Twitter are like how to redesign a an old desk, uh, a dog playing with a new puppy like uh, my for you page like the algorithm for me in that space of twitter is like maybe an outlet from like oh you
0: mean instagram you mean on instagram
3: no on TikTok.
0: oh oh, on tiktok oh my
3: instagram like i can find myself that's me where i get myself trapped of like what are other people doing in training what's this girl doing uh, the aesthetics of that person where tiktok is like just videos of Random shit, like dog. Okay,
0: sorry, you were saying Twitter and I, but you meant TikTok. Oh sorry. TikTok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, so you're yeah. searching TikTok is more t- like a dog doing a backflip off That's a chair.
3: Shit. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Exactly. I don't know. I don't I don't I don't have time for multiple yeah, social medias. Yeah, I, I spend I already spend fucking five hours a day on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't do TikTok. Um, are you do you keep up with your um direct uh direct messages, your DMs?
3: Uh, like sometimes the, the hidden ones I'll like go in and they're just like,
0: like the requests.
3: Yeah. I'll like do that maybe once a month on like a road trip and just have fun with it because they're so insane. But like, but then I sometimes feel bad because it can be a really nice person be like, where'd you get that? Sure. I love it. You look great Cheering you on. Like it doesn't take me more than five seconds to reply to a person like that, but most of the hidden ones are some like outrageous things that people are saying that I'm just like, Oh my God.
0: Boys, boys are doing it. Yeah. And boys are weird. Um, do you get the, I have this, um, uh, incessant um, drumbeat of Asian women saying, hello, how are you to me? (laughs) you have that?
3: I don't know. Asian women have reached out to me recently. I'll get a lot of like older men asking if like, I want like a sugar daddy or no shit. I'm like, like people asking us like if I can sell them like used knee sleeves that haven't been washed like just oh. shit like that We you're
2: like
3: <laughs> right it's like what in god the-
0: what a fun world we live
3: in yeah some people have some crazy
0: uh i wonder what they ask for next if they um look at ken walters says it wasn't me Sevy. all right fine you're <laughs> you're not you're not in uh kelly's dms asking for old knee sleeves <sighs> dude that's a slippery slope holy shit uh when wh- when do you go to um uh madison and-, and who do you go with
3: i'm going on the 30th which is a sunday we have athlete check-in on monday morning and like a I guess like an athlete dinner type of thing that afternoon. Um, I'm flying there. My coach is flying the same day as well. Um, So I'll just be there. My husband can't like take off work that much. So he'll be there on Wednesday night.
0: And I'm sorry. So when you go on uh, Sunday, you'll go by yourself.
3: Yeah. My, my coach will meet me there. He's going to fly Sunday as well.
0: Uh, Check-ins Monday, you said. So so like, that's like, the registration where like you walk into like the noble tent and they give you a pair of sh- all your shit and like, yeah, you sign and up and really they take early. pictures of you and uh-huh. wow. Okay. I didn't even know that.
3: Yeah. It's just funny. Like I get it. We're at the last stage, the biggest stage, but like, I don't know, we're not like these paid, paid crazy athletes. And it's like, I also like, not only do we not pay you to go to this thing, but we need you to be there you know, five days before the event even starts. Like it is a lot, you know, I mean, fortunately I have sponsors and things like that, but it is like, Oh, we're getting there Sunday and we don't compete till Thursday. And me personally, I just, I hate being out of my element that long. Like, I would prefer to be there like two days before and then just get, get at it. Group. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, where will you stay in a hotel or Airbnb or
3: I'm staying in
0: a hotel, yeah. One, like, just right across the street from the venue? Yeah. Yeah, that's the way I would do it if I was an athlete, too. So at any moment, you could run back and...
3: if it doesn't Take a nap or even if... Yeah.
0: Yeah, or if you shit your pants,
3: change your yeah. underwear. What's possible, fuck?
0: Oh, dude. <laughs> one
3: of these workouts, bro.
0: I, I asked Nick Matthew, well, the last time he was on, I'm like, you ever shit your pants? He's like, who told you? I was like, what do you mean? No one oh. told me. He's like, oh, sandbag carry. A little, little nugget came out it. It is.
3: <laughs> yeah, just strained. Oh my God.
0: Um, I, I I appreciate you coming on. I know you were just on. I know you have a crazy schedule. I know we switched the schedule on you uh two or three times. Yeah. And, and, and I I appreciate you doing this. And um, I look forward to uh meeting you in person. Uh yeah.
3: Yeah, you to see you there. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome.
0: Yeah, you're a cool human being. All right. Um, take care and um uh stay healthy and see you over there. We'll do. I'll see you in Madison. All right. Ciao. Bye. Kelly Baker. One of the 40. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you.
4: Hey, I was going to send a, send a link. Uh, a friend. Oh,
0: I forgot all about
4: that. Do you want to still do that tonight? Yeah. To yeah.
0: Like- yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. So there's this guy that hit uh, Caleb up in the DMS who says he has uh free tickets to the games. He would well, not free. I mean, he paid for them. But he want. I, fuck. We should have put that in the. Um, we should have put that in the uh, title of the uh, show. For so so, I guess someone's gonna get free, um, free tickets to the games. I don't think they're coliseum tickets. I have to pee again. They're not um, coliseum tickets, but they're tickets you can get into the venue. Like maybe
4: you'll. Yeah. Yeah. He. sent me a package while i was deployed so
0: oh that's cool really just like you're just some like he listens to the Sevon podcast and you're on the show and he's like oh one of the dudes deployed and i'm gonna send him some shit
4: yeah 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 he just asked for my address and then he's like do you need anything i was like i'm i'll do whatever you know i'll take whatever you got and then uh he uh just sent me a bunch of i think he sent me um chick-fil-a sauce that was I'm just
0: uh, uh, I'm just I'm not really going I'm not uh, that's not I'm not I'm not committed to going I just just I I don't know what I'm doing so don't get all fucking carried away
4: uh chick-fil-a sauce yeah we don't nothing out there was seasoned very well or at all so was it just like in the packets like in the
0: um like in um ketchup packets like the little squishy ones oh Caleb froze Check check. You froze. Oh, uh, when they send you Chick Fil A sauces like in a jar, like he bought it, or it's like
4: you can buy it in like a oh jar, like ketchup, basically. He
0: wasn't like it wasn't like cheap what he did. Like he looked around and just scooped out all the little packets and threw them in his backpack and sent them to you.
4: No, he didn't go through the drive through and ask for like a handful of them. No, he awesome. Oh, look, there he is. Oh shit, I know this dude, Brandon Le Brandon LeCoq. <laughs> hey, how's
5: going, <laughs> dude? What's up? Not much, man. Just uh, enjoying a little bit of the show before uh, Caleb sent me the link. Definitely appreciate it. I was not expecting to come on live, but uh, here we are.
0: Uh, will you pronounce your name for me?
5: Yeah, so <laughs> so I, my dad's French-Canadian, and uh, it's pronounced Le Coq in French. Oh, I love
0: it. Wait, say it again. Say it again. Le Coq. Yeah, I have one you of those. You pronounced it
5: right the first time. We, I, like, I, I came on and sent some money to see the comment, whatever. And uh yeah, I was like, Oh well, he got it right.
0: Dude, how was that growing up with Le Coq?
5: So very different. Yeah. And then I came in <laughs> came into the military and you can imagine how that goes. So
0: oh yeah. dude, I fucking love it. Oh, <laughs> you gotta embrace what's your it? middle name? Lee. <laughs> uh, Brandon oh, Brandon Lee Le Coq. Hey, do yeah. you have kids?
5: I do. I have a ten year old and a four year old boys. Yep.
0: Please tell me you made the middle name one of them, Hugh or Huge. Please, <laughs> no, no. please. I couldn't
5: do that. I couldn't do that. Please,
0: Jim. Huge LeCoq. Yeah. Oh my no. goodness. Fuck it. The first name.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, where are you? It's beautiful, and is it warm?
5: Uh, yeah, it's pretty warm. I'm in Colorado Springs. It's. Oh, cool. uh Yeah, I'm at a gas station right now.
0: Caleb oh, dropped the cool.
5: link. I was dropping someone off. I'm like, oh, crap. I got to pull over.
0: <laughs> Are you an Uber? What do you mean you're dropping someone off? Are you an Uber driver?
5: No, just dropping a friend off from dinner.
0: Oh, OK. Yeah. All right. Where'd yeah. you go? Chick-fil-A? Uh, we
5: went to a hibachi restaurant. So. Oh,
0: nice. Fancy.
5: Yeah, you know. Fancy. We got to live it up a little bit.
0: <laughs> did you get a, like authentic Asian person flipping your food around? Or did you get like just some fucking college fucking white kid another Le Coq?
5: We didn't even get the hibachi grill.
0: So, oh, like, we don't have oh.
5: space for you. We got off to the, <laughs> the cool kid corner. <laughs> All
0: right. Yeah. Um, so what's up with the, uh, Brandon? What's up with the um, uh, tickets? What, Caleb's like, hey, this guy's bought tickets, but he's not going to the game. So what happened?
5: Yeah. So I'm actually going to the games. I bought tickets with okay. uh, my wife. We're going, and we didn't realize you needed Coliseum tickets, too, to actually watch the events inside. So when I heard the, Tickets for the Coliseum were going to come out. I went and bought those tickets and then I had extra tickets and I put it up for sale initially, but I was like, you know, it'd be pretty cool. I, I you know, I watch the show a lot. There's a lot of cool people in the chat and I figured, hey, someone could probably, you know, enjoy going to the game. So why not just, you know, give it to somebody who wants it or needs it? So,
0: and there are two tickets? Yeah, two tickets. And, yep. And you're going to the games also? Yep. And what day do you get there?
5: Uh, we get there. think wednesday yeah wednesday around like one or something we fly into madison and then we'll be there through sunday actually we leave monday night uh monday morning so
0: hey and and this um this uh instagram account right here that's your active instagram account uh uh, b-r-a-n-d-o-n-l-e-c-o-c-q
5: yep yep that's mine
0: hey what do you think about um uh what do you think about we let people DM you? Uh, they can say whatever they want to, like, uh, like Brandon, I'll give you a handy, or Brandon, my mom just died and I want to go to the games, She's or whatever they do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm also a Lecoq. Uh, um, they get they DM you, and then and then Friday during the Cross Games update show, you come on for a second and you're just like, hey, this is the person I picked.
5: Yeah, I'm hey, whatever you want to do it. I mean, whatever's going to make a the community thing go go well yeah i'm down yeah
0: I, I like that that way if it's like if there's someone out there who's like fuck like my mom and dad are coming from fucking Kazakhstan and they don't have tickets oh you can yeah be like you know what i mean then it's Absolutely. not just some 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 ding dong like you yeah. know what i mean who's who's gonna yeah. end up scalping them yeah exactly yeah yep. no there's nothing That's fair fun. about this uh contest <laughs> Just yeah, so you know. uh this will be strictly uh, uh uh the decision of lecoq uh oh look at jeremy uh eat world i love lecoq do i win now we'll see
5: yeah we'll see man you gotta slide in those dms
0: yep okay <laughs> so we will see you uh friday uh um caleb are you on the show friday night the update show tomorrow night oh it's yeah, tomorrow night Okay, so tomorrow night, um, at some point during the show, we'll we'll send you a link. We'll give you a, a heads up, better than uh, so you don't have to stop at a gas station, hopefully, and uh, and you can tell us who you picked.
5: Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, bitch.
0: Yeah. And what days can they start? They basically that gives them access su- Sunday through th- uh.
5: Yeah, so it's first through the sixth. I want to say that whole okay. block. Yep.
0: So and like Tuesday or Wednesday. Spectator. I'm sorry. Say it again.
5: No, I was just saying, it is it spectator one? So from the one August through the sixth of August, I want to say is the the sixth or the Tuesday, I think.
0: And then it's up to them. They could try to sneak into the Coliseum if they want.
5: Yeah, if they know anybody or slide in that way. So. Yeah, use the use the rear
0: entrance. Hey, brother, good good to meet you, and thank you, thank you for your contribution. It's yeah, awesome, absolutely. It t- Likewise, I my appreciate fancy.
5: it. Big fan of the show. Keep it going, guys. Thank
0: appreciate you. It. Okay, cool. Uh, see you tomorrow night.
5: All right, see you guys. All, All
0: right, right brother. I recognize the name. I figured you would. Look at Mick Lovin. Is that Gary Roberts? My goodness. Are you on the FBI's most wanted list? The way he described <laughs> it, these aren't Coliseum tickets. No, the way, not only did he describe it, I think he's, uh, he's very explicit. Indeed. Look at that. Brandon is comfortable on the air. He is. He was good. It's solid. I would definitely uh let uh Litcock sneak in the back door, <laughs> <laughs> oh you're so juvenile fucking grow up my goodness um uh oh 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 cool my uh my wife said she just told the kids that um, I might be going to Madison and they were excited for me. I thought they'd cry I don't know if that's a good thing or not hey um I fucked up so don't tell anyone this, but I started getting, I started tripping that I was going to have fucking Artur Seminoff on. And, and it was just going to be just a complete fucking disaster shit show. And I was going to have him on for 45 minutes. So I asked Susa to ask Kelly Baker to come on 15 minutes early because I fucking don't want to talk to any fucking foreigners. And then 15 minutes in, I was in love with the guy. And I'm like, fuck. So I'm quick. I'm texting Kelly. Can we push it back five minutes? Can we push it back 10 minutes? I'm trying to like, because I ended up like liking them. But I was just t- 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 terrified.
4: I was a little nervous too, but they crushed it. That was really, that was awesome.
0: Dude, she's amazing too, right? Incredible. People in the in the chat were swooning. She was like getting all people. You could tell they were like, they were drunk. Massively. She's awesome. <clears throat> yeah, she did good uh Sevi you're uh oh oh thank you I'm um uh told you it would be fine oh was I did I call you today bitchin <laughs> no I didn't what are you talking about Hiller you didn't tell me anything dude I loved your your video any videos you make with me in it I love yeah Trish is back another yeah weird right I don't know what happened hiatus Yeah. Um, Mark Moss, what up, Beaver?
4: Hey, dude. Did you see he's uh he's got a fundraiser going again? It's that time of the year for the for his little fundraiser thing.
0: No, who is that? I don't even know who that is. He's yoked. Um, I'll show you. Good dude. Oh my god, I have to pee again so bad, crazy. Oh, okay. okay. No, no, no. Tell me. No, let's do it. Let's do it. I want to do it.
4: Rosa's uh, story is crazy. Um, you need to interview her. He's uh, doing a fundraiser for the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention again. This oh. Year. So, through his affiliate? I think it's through his affiliate. Yeah. And then Crash and another affiliate are also uh, taking part. And like they have a, they're doing a workout, uh, like a big fundraiser and everything. Pretty cool.
0: I, I feel like I saw that shirt somewhere too
4: probably he's he's getting it out there there's i've seen tons of people wearing them
0: dude that's such a crazy word suicide isn't it's it? like yeah it's a crazy word it's it's so intense it's it like like the r word is pretty intense
4: yeah
0: it is you know which one i'm talking about Ends in e it's got two letters in between not retard
4: Oh, then I don't know what word you're talking about. Rape. Rape. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. Suicide. It's it's uh heavy.
0: They're heavy words. Anal. No, anal's not really. <laughs> doesn't belong with those. Oh yeah, Trish, rake. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny. Oh, Jeffrey Birchfield, uh, suicide equals self death. Man, it's such a heavy. Uh, no, I, I will not say that word, Jessica. Thank you though. I appreciate you um supporting me and my. Um, it's like offering me a fucking cigarette. Oh, <laughs> the flat Earth. No, flat Earth's fine. What other words go in there? Suicide's crazy though. That other word, that R word though, is 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 tough. I guess. I guess. I guess abortion's kind of tough. I, I get. I don't know if it's as tough as same baby killing, but I like Semenov.
4: Yeah. He's super cool. Yeah. He seems like a, a normal dude. Yeah. He likes to work out and just ended up getting really good at it.
0: I liked, um, I liked her, how she, like when he was talking, she could talk at the same time and like translate. And then I also liked the fact that she said, um, um, that she thinks that if he were by himself and and didn't rely on him, that he could do it.
4: Yeah, I was I, I was curious about that because he was starting to like answer questions himself. So it was kind of a there was a bit of coordination that was occurring. Sevi, are you
0: demonetizing yourself? Um, uh, liberal, yeah, that's a tough word um insemination i don't know ej- ejaculation uh, clock i was there when sevon introduced the word blank 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 i knew right then it was a grave mistake he did not what's the opinion on jason aldean's new song if you listen to country you, uh... yeah that's a cool song like hey if you come to my town and do that shit i'll put a cap in your ass uh, get my grandpappy's gun.
4: Is that the same song?
0: Yeah, that's basically what he's saying. He's saying if you pull any of that fucking stupid fucking gangster shit and fucking BLM riot fucking liberal wackadoodle shit in our town where you think it's cool to bur- or Seattle fucking meth head white trash take over the police department shit, I'll put a cap in your ass. I like fine it. with it. Yeah, yeah. I like it too. You're, you're, you're a shit bird just destroying you're at the you're rotting civilization seven doing a rap version yeah here's the thing too i'm i'm the last person to use the logic that two wrongs make a right but dude um rap music has way more sh- they, they, no one should be worried about anything some fucking dude in a cowboy hat saying after what rap music has said for the last 20 years yeah, try that in a small town, yeah. Okay, go to bed. No, not me. I'm not going to bed. It's 8 o'clock. It's still a little light. I'm going to go in the garden for 10 minutes, maybe, or 20 minutes. Oh, you have to go to bed. Oh, okay. <clears throat> uh, Jeremy e. World, how about Chase Ingram posting his Helen experience at the 2010 CrossFit Games? What a stud. Uh, Caleb quickly jumps to his computer and twists his mustache. He should actually have both hands on the computer if he really cared. But um, uh, he quickly pulls up this uh, historic. Is that him? That's Chase? No. That's Chase? Oh my God. That haircut he has is horrible.
2: It That's like amazing. he looks like Jim
0: Carrey, like doing some sort of bit. Oh my God, Chase. Really? Holy shit.
4: It looks like Dumb and Dumber.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, it's from Dumb and Dumber. Wow. Chase goes into Supercut. Can you cut me like James Carey and Dumb and Dumber? Dumb and Dumbest? (laughs) Shut it, Mark. Shut it. No one asked you. What did your haircut look like in 2010? Shut it. Fucking... I wanted you to be a. Contr- I already, you already contributed to the show with your fucking bad word, suicide.
4: <sighs> Damn.
0: No. Why would I look at Trisha's comment? I'm not looking at Trisha's comment. Chase's haircut was studly.
4: Are you That's kidding me? On the post it says that was nice of your mom to cut your hair for you before the big competition.
0: Oh, oh, good. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. It's a ridiculous haircut. All right. Um, if you want to see something really uh trippy, watch the um IRS hearings that are going on right now. Have you watched any of that, Caleb? No, is it bad? It's, it's a trip because the, the whistleblower from the IRS who blew the whistle on the Biden family, he is a uh, longtime member of the IRS. He's a Democrat. He's gay. He's married. And he's basically come out and said, hey, it's, it's a crazy testimony. It is a wild, wild testimony. But basically, it, it, it unravels everything. You you will see some shit. He will say some shit, and uh, his boss comes on, and his boss says some stuff. Uh, you can go to Forbes Magazine on YouTube and just start looking at all of their clips. But it's all the worst shit you could ever imagine. That basically everyone from everyone's been from the FBI. The whole election was fucking rigged. Everything was is a fucking complete shit show. The Bidens took have taken more than seventeen million dollars since two thousand seventeen. Uh, they were told not to investigate it over and over and over. And he's like, Hey, and dude, like, I'm, I'm, I'm like the poster child for a Democrat. And like, I'm telling you this. Like, I don't even want to be telling you this. And it's, 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 it's pretty crazy. And, uh, and you'll get to see how the, the, the other Democrat senators, uh, squirm as this guy comes forward with everything. I highly recommend seeing it, regardless of what party you are. You should, you should watch it. It's an incredible testimony. Uh, if the IRS whistleblower is telling the truth, our president is a crook. Hey, dude, here's the thing. You're saying if he's telling the truth, no no one is pushing back. Not one person is like, oh, that's not true. I mean, it's crazy. Not one person is saying it's not true. Not one. And, and there were 14 people on the fucking team. It's not just that our president is a crook. Everyone everyone there was there was so much protection of of him even his boss's boss was like hey we know that all of these you're seeing all of these facts come out about their taxes and about where they're getting money and all the shell companies and the hiding of the laptop but please don't say anything because it'll be bad optics i mean it's crazy yeah alex stein's lies have been legit i know it's anyway okay uh, yeah, I, I wish I could do a whole thing on it. I got so many clips. I want to show you guys all the, the fantastical stuff going on in the world, but, um, it yeah, CrossFit stuff to do uplift, the athletes uplift, the community, uh, that's, that's the goal for the next uh, three weeks. Go as hard as I can, um, uh, hopefully build some really enduring, uh, and, uh, Beautiful relationships like I have in the past with a, a lot of the athletes, um, really get to know them, share those experiences I'm I, I'm I'm having and I'm going to have with them, and uh, and and make a this is kind of a new chapter. Like I told Kelly Baker, like part of me wants to do this because it's um uh fun and I love it and it's uh, I'm proud to tell my kids it's what I do, but another part of me is is like fuck you, like watch what you thought I did it good last time. Wait till you see how good I do it. I right, fuck you this time. This time I'm gonna really. I'm going to give you triplets baby. It's going to be great. All right, see you guys tomorrow morning. Oh, let me tell you who we have tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning's going to be great. Everyone loves a redhead. I think tomorrow's uh Yeah, dude. Oh, tomorrow's going to be a, it's awesome tomorrow morning. Ariel Lowen and then Shelby Neal. Nice. I'm really excited to meet Shelby Neal. And and of course Ariel Lowen should be a slam dunk. Just two homies getting together. And then tomorrow night the CrossFit Games update show Um, so, all right. Uh, we'll bring Rosa on. Keep keep reminding me. We'll bring Rosa on, um, uh, after the games. All right. Uh, you rock, you guys rock. Thank you. Or if you're talking to us, um, let's fucking go. Sevi and Caleb, we are so behind you. Thank you. I, I added you in there. You like that? Yeah, thanks. Uh, tell Laura Horvat to come on. I, I I really want to um uh, see her. Uh, Magawa got back to us. She said it's showtime for her. She didn't have time, and and uh, I respect that. Okay, bye.